Alright guys, so tonight you're getting two very awkward Halloween stories. One from me and one from my maybe potentially future co-host, Sandra. We'll see. I want her to co-host some of the episodes in season 8 and see how it goes. But before we do that, me and her, we're going to tell you some awkward Halloween stories. I'm obviously going to go first, and then hers will be after mine. Mine is just cringe. <laughs> I was a very cringy child. Um, so here we are. Awkward Halloween stories. Let's let's get on it. Alright, so question of the day is, do you have any awkward Halloween stories? I would love to hear them. Please tell me. <laughs> That's question of the day. Song of the day is Halloween Funk by Joachim Rude. I don't know, he's the guy I use the vlog music from, so like, he'll be on the playlist. So I'm going to start from the very beginning and say this all took place at a church, at a church carnival when I was a kid. I was very involved in the church. I was kind of felt like I was obligated to be religious because so many of my family members were religious. Um, my mom and Jan weren't really, but they kind of forced me to go to church with my grandma. Hence me being kind of obligated to be religious. I'm not so much religious now as an adult, um, but at this time I was. And um, so that is why a lot of my childhood stories take place during church things. Because I was always either at church or at school. <laughs> I didn't have a social life, I just went to church and to school. So there's that. So this is the first year that I went to my uniform school, so it was the year that I repeated fifth grade, but at church, they kept me, they bumped me up to sixth grade, because in church you don't get held back like you do at school, you just stay in the grade that you started in, or stay with the people or the class that you started in. And so, because I was in sixth grade at church, um, I was old enough to try out for something called the ministry team. And so I did, and I made it. And basically what the ministry team is, is it's a group of kids that work closely with the youth ministry ministers and the Sunday school teachers and the other children of the church to basically we come up with skits and events and other things for the youth in our church to help like on Sundays during the service and like Wednesday nights and like other stuff like that. But also like events where we would go out and like reach out to like the population of our town like go to the parks and like serve lunch or like do like a skit at the park for like the kids there during the summer you know different things like that and so um that's basically what ministry team was and that's what we were doing and it was coming up on Halloween which meant every year meant they had this huge 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 they called it a harvest carnival because the church I went to they felt like Halloween is of the devil it's like an evil holiday I think most churches feel that way but the one I went to like but there was this huge carnival every year this huge event that would be not only for the people of our church but open to the public as well so it could give people um a chance to come to Jesus instead of like celebrating Halloween you know what I mean and of course, when that rolled around, I became very excited because they do a, a big, like, dance show type thing with the ministry team. And of course, I wanted the lead role of the little puppet girl who got to dance around with Jesus and all that stuff. But I, no, no, no. 
I was a very, very thin child, and they needed someone in the beginning. This dance was kind of like the concession stand dance, like, you know, in the beginning of all the old 1950s movies at the drive-in, they'd have the, let's all go to the lobby and get some snacks, whatever kind of dance. It was one of those. Nobody could fit in the lifesaver costume, except for me, because nobody was skinny enough. So because it didn't matter how hard I worked, how much I learned, how like how hard I tried, I was not going to be the little puppet girl. I was going to be stuck as a lifesaver because I could fit in the costume and that's all I was going to be. It didn't matter. So, uh, yeah. So eventually I kind of got over the, um, kind of pissiness of not being the part that I wanted and got really excited and started telling everyone at school, like, hey, I'm in my church's dance at the Harvest Carnival. Like, come, come to the Harvest Carnival. Come, come hang out with me. Like, we're all friends here. Even the people who I thought were my friends, though, all decided to make fun of me for being in the Harvest Carnival. And now here's the thing, because they were all making fun of me, I didn't expect them to, like, actually come to it. So it really didn't kill my vibe. I still was super, 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 super excited about getting to go to this harvest carnival and be in the dance and just like dance my little heart out for Jesus because that's what it was about. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now you would all think this would be the awkward part. No, no, no. This is just setting up the whole thing so you can understand why things are so awkward later on and, and a little background for you. So now that that's been said, time to get to the real, real cringe. Here we go. So you think the last thing that would ever happen in ministry team or in any youth group at a church is that there would be like almost like a high school type hierarchy where there was like popular kids and then like kids that they would make fun of and then people worrying about hooking up and dating, especially young kids in like sixth grade. But oh, no, 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 no. That definitely happens, especially in ministry team. People were always like boyfriend and girlfriend or like liking people or like hanging out. Like there was even a love triangle at one point. Oh, by the way, we were all like between the ages of 10 and 13 years old, by the way. So think about how that's just so weird to think about like little kids worrying about that stuff. But we definitely did. So... Yeah, sorry, my phone died on me. Almost. Anyways, um, but yeah, we definitely did. So at one point, all the po- the two popular girls got their two little boyfriends, and then they had a couple of their other little friends who didn't have dates to the Halloween carnival. So because they were so worried about dates, they just picked random other people in the ministry team and made them their dates. For some reason, I got picked to be this kid named Cole's date, and Cole... He was this kid who, he was kind of on the shorter side, blonde hair, blue eyes, had the cool boy hair, like, haircut that was kind of between skatery and, like, clean cut, but, like, you know, whatever. He dressed like a basketball player, um, and he would talk about playing soccer and different sports, and all the girls liked him. I didn't. I, like, I liked him. He was a nice guy, but he, like, I was not attracted to him. I didn't worry about having a boyfriend back then. I didn't, and if I did, it wasn't anybody, like, on ministry team. It wasn't any of these guys, okay? So, um, but for some reason I got paired with him, and 
So when the night rolls around, we kind of met up like right before it started because the whole of ministry team had to get there before it started, rehearse the dance for like a dress rehearsal, all that. And if you weren't in it, you still had to be there in case some someone didn't show up or in case something happened like they needed extra hands, you know? So after that, we were kind of let go and free to do as we wanted. Him and I just kind of sat there and talked for a little bit. And when it came time for the carnival to start, we just kind of like rode some rides together, played some games, did some other stuff. He kept inviting along this girl who he called his sister or like a sister to him. But she was like this real little girl, like first or second grade. And all I remember is him and I, like we didn't have a whole lot to talk about. And so it was kind of weird. It was kind of quiet the whole time. Like, um, yeah, we talked mainly about cartoons because we both found out that we both liked Ed and Nettie and Scooby-Doo, but it was very obvious. Like we literally had nothing else in common. It was very, very obvious. He did not want to be there with me. Um, and I really didn't want to be there with him either. Mainly he didn't want to be there with me because I wasn't one of the popular kids. I got made fun of and picked on even at church. Probably a lot worse than some other people. But, you know, whatever. I didn't care. Um, but anyways, showtime comes up. So off I go to my little, um, their little like stage area. I go backstage. I get into my little costume. And I'm first. We go up and we do our performance. And right in the front row was a bunch of people. All the people that made fun of me from school. They were all there. They were all watching and a bunch of them were all laughing at me and yelling stuff at me. And it was just awful. So when it was over, I ran back to the backstage area and I was super embarrassed. And I just hid backstage, which wasn't hard to do because after the show, or during the show, even if your dance was over, you had to wait backstage until the whole show was over. Well, back there, for some reason, a bunch of people got it in their heads that there was this other guy who was like the church's main number one popular guy because he was dating the preacher's daughter who was the main number one popular girl. And for some reason, everybody decided that I had had a crush on him because his girlfriend decided that I had a crush on him, even though I didn't. I didn't. To be honest, he was really annoying and he kind of grossed me out and was a creep. So I really didn't like him. But uh, nobody would leave me alone. And they'd keep, all my, even the people who were my friends, my quote unquote friends, would keep going, Ooh, look, he's over there and he's looking over here at you. Like, look at him, blah, blah, blah. Go talk to him. Go talk to him. So finally, I just ran up to him. In my 11 year old little weirdo mind, I yelled at him, I don't like you and I don't care. And everybody's just like, but that means you do like him, because <laughs> the whole trope of if you're mean to them, that means you like them. No, he basically responded with to me by saying, "Ew, I know you like me, but you're annoying." Which in front of which caused everybody to die with laughter, and in front of everybody was like <sighs> weird. But like I said, I didn't care. So I was just like, whatever. And then everybody was like really surprised for some reason that I wasn't crying. And I'm like, bro, I just told you I don't like him and I don't care. Why would I cry about him thinking I'm annoying? Like, I don't care. Anyways. So when I got out of the show, 
I found Cole again and we rode one more ride and it was kind of like um, those tornado rides where there's four seats and you sit in them and it kind of goes up in the air and you slowly spin around, but they call it like a tornado. Yeah, it was one of those and we were sitting on it and I basically told him a bunch of my friends from school are here and I'd rather hang out with them and he kind of admitted to me like he really didn't want to hang out with me either. So the, the quote unquote date we were on was over um, and I didn't really care. I then went over to one of the friends I had from school. I'll call her Lo. She was the only one who didn't make fun of me and she even tried to tell me like, oh, like your dancing wasn't that bad. All the other kids at school are stupid, blah, blah, blah. It was just like trying to talk me up and all of a sudden, like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a really shitty dancer. Okay. And I know I'm a really shitty dancer and I've always been a really shitty dancer. So like, I know she was lying, but like, at least she was trying to be nice. So thank you, Lo, if you're out there. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, thank you. Anyways, and after talking to her for a little while and my grandma talking to her parents for a little while, we kind of all just kind of like parted ways and I got to go home. And to be honest, by the time I got home, I was just so relieved all of that was over. I, yeah, I was just relieved it was over. And I then had to go the rest of the year stuck in ministry team after that horrific, horrific, cringe-tastic night. <sighs> if I tell you more cringe-tastic stories, because that whole year was literally cringe-tastic for me, at least while I was stuck in the ministry team. Um, yeah. Just, again, like, I, like that night when I was relieved it was over, I'm relieved it's all over now. Alright guys, and as promised, I gave you my super weird, awkward story, and here is Sandra's really super weird, awkward story. So this story has a little bit of background um, that me and her are going to tell you together, because we tried to plan something for this year, and the year was 2014, so we hadn't been friends for very long, and we had already done, like trying to plan on 4th of July and it didn't work out trying to hang out like we hung out for my birthday and that's where us trying to plan Halloween came into play because I wanted to go do something and she wanted to go do something um mainly I wanted to trick-or-treat but like I didn't <laughs> but um but yeah so it didn't work out so finally Halloween rolls around I have the day off and I'm hanging out with Erin and going to a bar and she's at the Giants parade because the Giants hey sorry we cut off in the middle of the recording so we're gonna have to start over I know okay, no guys. it was buffering off okay guys so um to catch you up I had the day off, was hanging out with Aaron, went to a bar. She went to the Giants parade because the Giants won the World Series or something. I don't know. I don't watch baseball. But, um, but yeah, she was a Giants parade. And take it away, Sandra. All right. So, so like she said, I was at the Giants parade that day. And so I, so I was coming home, and, you know, after the whole parade thing ended. And it did take a little while to get home because, you know, if you live in California, you know, traffic from the Central Valley to the Bay Area is crazy. And um, so, so that night, 
Um, so Nick and so Nick wanted to hang out with me because we would always hang out like pretty much almost every holiday, especially around that time. Nick is your other best friend for those of you who are wondering. Oh yeah, yeah. By the way, Nick is one of my BFFs, and so that night, so that yeah, so that night he was asking. So he had asked me to if I was going to be able to hang out with him, and I had told him. Um, probably, you know, depends when I would get back in town. And so he told me, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go hang out with, with a couple other people that we went to high school with. So he went and hung out with those people. And then we had linked up and, and whatnot. Well, then before, prior to that, though, um, so I'm no longer friends with this girl, but her name is Christina. And so Christina had texted me and asked me if I had any plans for Halloween. And I had told her, actually, I'm just coming home. I'm just on my way home from San Francisco. And she was like, okay. And then she had asked if Nick was doing anything. And I told her, um, he's hanging out with some other friends, but we're supposed to hang out like after that. Because I, I believe he spent only an hour or two with them on estimate. And she was like, okay, like, just let me know when you get home. Let me know if, you know, when Nick gets to your house kind of deal. So then that way, and, you know, that way you guys, so she, by the way, had invited me over. She said, well, if you and Nick are not going to do anything else, like, you guys come to my house. So I had, so anyway, so I get home. Then I texted, texted Nick that I, that I was home. And he said, okay, I'm, I'm on my way. And. So he gets to my house, and then I had texted Christina, hey, you know, Nick is here, um, we're going to head out soon. And she said, okay, I'll, we'll be here and, and whatnot. And at first we were contemplating on not going out because it was raining that day. I mean, Shelby, you, you remember it was raining that day and stuff. No, exactly. Like it, That's why Aaron and I, because we were, were going to go like to the bar and stuff but we were going to go trick-or-treating and do some other stuff first just 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 to do just to do it because we'd never I lived in Escalon at the time and I'd never trick-or-treated in Escalon I'd never been around there much and I felt like because it was a small town like trick-or-treating would be better than it is in Modesto because it used to be like non-existent around this time in Modesto so I was like you know small town might be better like nope it was pouring down rain that whole night we got one trick-or-treater and it was right before we left for the bar so me and Aaron gave him candy and then we left and then my mom when we came home for dinner asked us are we going to go back to the bar are we going to stay home whatever and I said our trick-or-treaters coming and my mom said no because it's raining like no so what do you want to do and we just wound up going back to the bar because we had nothing else to do yeah see and and that's what i wanted to do with nick that year too we were going to go trick-or-treating actually we were going to go to his neighborhood believe that one or not we were going to just walk around the neighborhood and and you know do trick-or-treating and all that and but like you said i even remember telling you like if trick-or-treating in his neighborhood didn't work out because i know how your guys's town is that you guys could come to escalon with me and aaron too but because of the rain yeah, and and he and he he did he did mention at one point he would have would have drove out there, but he just didn't want to risk it because of the rain, which is no, which understandable. I, which I totally get. I yeah, mean, I said you guys come to the bar, but like I said, 
with him driving and everything and like me and Aaron didn't get drunk we both had a few beers but it wasn't like anything wild but like probably better he didn't especially like with the rain and stuff too right especially that it was flooding in certain places too and some road some pieces of some major roads had to be closed too for a while yeah and we didn't want to of course be caught up in that but anyway so so Christina of course lived in town and so Nick was okay with driving there and because she lived she actually at the time lived close to our old high school which is about maybe 10-15 minutes of a drive from from where I live and so he told me um, well because I had told him about Christina when he got to my house and he said you know what let's yeah let's go over there and I told him if you're okay with driving like over there you know just let me know if you don't you know I'll respect your decision and so he was like no let's go so he and I get in the car and we drive to Christina's so we get there and they were they were like watching scary movies and and stuff on tv because you know of course it's Halloween so you know a lot of the a lot of the movie channels are of course just playing Halloween video Halloween movies back to back and until we left as we watched ghost adventures because they were having these huge marathons of it Mm -hmm. and so so we were just there we watched a little bit of i don't don't remember which halloween movie was on but we were watching it with christina and and her siblings and and her and then one of her siblings had a had a a really good friend over at that time too so everything was going good but then things started taking a weird turn. And a weird turn? Weird, do, you mean, do you mean like weird as in spooky or weird as in... Weird as in... As in weird. <laughs> weird as in, I know you don't want to be here right now, but I can't leave. Let's put it at this. It was awkward. Yes. The awkward kind of weird. Hence the the title of this episode, which is Awkward Halloween Stories. Bingo! So, let's get into the juiciness of this. So, it started off with, with, we, okay, so we went, so we did go trick-or-treating, even though I kind of felt at that time that it, that it wasn't necessary, especially that hardly anybody was getting candy because obviously who would be running in the rain trick-or-treating unless you're one of those people that could care less if you get wet or not. I'm one of those people. I would have been one of those people had Aaron not been there because Aaron was like so not down to go out in the rain all night and he was just like not having it and he's like the bar is having a Halloween party and we were going to do that anyway so like let's just go. Yeah, and 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 honestly, Nick was the same way. He didn't feel it was necessary either. He was Nick. Nick didn't either. He was kind of like Aaron in that sense. Like, no, like, why? Why am I? Why are we going to go out in the rain? And so, so anyway, so yeah, Chris, Aaron Chris, told me if you want candy so bad, go to Rite Aid and buy a bag of it. Like, it's a block away from your house. Like, <laughs> and actually the way you're talking about that part is exactly how something similar went down on this story and it was just like i don't know to me to me though on halloween like the point of the candy is not going out and buying it for yourself that takes the whole fun of, of it away like 
the fun of it is getting to go out and walk around in a weird costume with your friends and seeing other people doing the same thing. And getting candy from people you don't know. Yep. Even though, even though on any other day of the year, candy from a stranger is dangerous and scary. Mm-hmm. But how ironic. It's okay to do it on Halloween. Take candy from a stranger. Anyway, since we're talking about this, we're, we keep getting sidetracked. Sorry about <laughs> ADD. Um, go on. But anyway, so so we're out there trick-or-treating, getting wet, and we didn't get very far. I think we only stayed on the block, really, because nobody heart was or hardly anybody was giving out candy. So we get back, and and we're just so then we go back to watching more movies. Halloween type movies, of course, and then all of a sudden, um, Christina's younger sister Candace and her friend come down the stairs, and they're and so Candace then tells Christina, "Hey, um, we didn't get it. Like, can, like, do you have any more candy?" And Christina's like, uh, "No, did like, did you not notice that not many people were giving out candy?" And so Candace and her friend were basically just like making this deal of, well, we we want more candy. Like this isn't enough. Um, is there any way like somebody can take us to the store? Like can can mom take us to the store? And so keep in mind that Christina and Candace's mom had she was she's very she was battling something personal and wasn't able to drive for that reason. And so so then Christina had reminded Candace, hey, like don't forget that you know mom can't drive so then so then she so then christina then turned to nick nick and said well he drives and i i'm like feeling bad at this point because i almost feel like she was like trying to hint at like take take you know my sister and her friend to the store and of course i saw many things kind of that could go i could see many things that could go wrong with that and especially with the weather being how it was that day or night so to speak and so christina then turned to nick and asked him like would you take them to the store for candy you don't have then she says eventually you don't have to but then but like i said at one point she did kind of try to convince him in a way but after he said no that that he didn't feel comfortable driving in the rain he didn't want to be out too much finally she kind she kind of slowed down on that and was like yeah you know and turned to her sister and her and the sister's friend and said you know um no there's no way we can get you guys to the store to get more candy well then as they're talking about that i guess their mom heard that heard the conversation because then she then yelled something like why are you going to get more so she was more yelling at candace like why are you making people take you to the store like like if you want candy go out and get some candy right yeah especially on halloween that that's probably what i would say too i don't know if i would yell at my kid in front of their friends i mean although although with my kids i not that i yell a lot but i could see it happening because it's just bound to happen if your kids have friends enough over that you know something is gonna happen right and so I kind of felt a little uncomfortable by that point, but of course I didn't say anything. And I'm sure Nick felt uncomfortable too. And so finally, 
so finally Candace and her friend went upstairs and they went to the to her to Candace's room and just basically stayed there for the rest of the time. So more time passes. We go back to watching movies again and all that, yada yada. And then all of a sudden we see Christina's mom um head towards the restroom. And as she's in the restroom, she starts yelling. And so then she starts going on a tirade of how, right? So out of all things to get mad at people at, especially in front of company, which she knew we were there, she decided anyway to yell at everybody for not helping around the house and not contributing. Oh, and get this, Shelby. You ready for it? Okay, tell me. She even yelled at her own husband. Yes, she yelled at him for not helping. She yelled I mean, at him for not I mean, contributing. I like back in the day, <laughs> I would have been like, "Oh my god, can you believe her?" But like, as a stay-at-home mom, I sometimes feel the same way. Although I've never like yelled at my family in front of people over it before, and my kids, I don't yell at them for it. They're little. I do now try and tell them like, "You need to help me." Like, we're gonna do cleanup time, but like. Me and Aaron have definitely argued over him not helping around the house. And I get it. I'm a stay-at-home mom. Like, more of the stuff should fall on me. But also, like, there comes a fine line of, like, you know, you need to at least pick up your own dirty laundry and at least pick up your own trash and at least wash your own dishes or at least put them in the dishwasher or something. Like, I can't be expected to do all of that shit for you. You're a grown-up. Like... Right. And and I and I understood her frustration, but what made it more awkward and and shocked me was that she was doing it while company was there. It's one it's right. one thing if company's there, but I mean it's one thing if there's no if it's just them there. If we're out somewhere or we have company over, I like I will wait. Like I first of all, I try to get everything picked up and cleaned up as good as I can before people come over. And then if I have a problem with people, I wait until it leaves. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but there are, there are points where people are pushed so, push, buttons are pushed so far that they just can't wait any longer and they blow up. But, like, still. Yeah. That seems so odd to me to do it, like, when people are over. Yeah, or if she needed to really talk to them or whatever, talk with at least one of them, she could have like pulled them to the side, put them in a room, go to a private room or something. And of all things, why start yelling at them from a room where you're on the toilet with the door shut? They probably can't hear you, anyways. Like, I don't remember if the door was all the way shut or if it was partially shut, but I do. Girl, but I do remember I that. All the way, you have people over. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I would have to ask Nick again for clarity on that. But like, still, it just yeah. He even felt oh awkward, God, and then dude. as we're dry, as so all that happened, and as we're going home to end the story, as we're going back to my house. By the way, he was driving and obviously he was going to drop me off. So as we're heading back to my house, he even was like, what was that all about? Like, how, like, why would, out of all rooms, she would be yelling at people. Why from the bathroom, especially with company there? I just, I don't get it. (laughs) I don't know. Weird. 